Filmmaker and activist Christopher Lee fought to bring light to the struggles of transgender people throughout his life. And now his untimely death has inspired new legislation in Sacramento. The California Report's health reporter April Dambosky explains how his death opened a new political battle. Maya Scott Chung remembers one of the first times she met Christopher Lee. He was strutting down a red carpet at the Roxy Theater in San Francisco. Christopher was fabulous with a capital F-A-B. It was the late 90s, and Lee was emceeing the Transgender Film Festival. He commanded the audience in a shimmery black faux fur coat and sunglasses. He always had beautifully shined boots and, you know, just an incredible look about him. Lee made several films about transgender culture, including one about his own life, Christopher's Chronicles. In it, he explains that he was born female, Christina. Then in his mid-20s, he started asking his friends to call him Christopher and to refer to him as he instead of she. The film opens with Lee looking in the bathroom mirror, rubbing shaving cream on his chin. And when I was a little kid, I used to have this plastic razor. It was a straight razor. razor, And uh, I used to pretend like I was shaving every morning, just like my dad. Um, I guess this should have been my first idea that, that I felt a little different than your normal little girl. Lee lived the last two decades of his life as a man. In 2012, when he was 48, he committed suicide. His friends were left grieving not just his death, but what happened after his death. They had explained to the coroner that Lee was transgender. They turned over his driver's license, with his sex indicated with a capital M. But when the death certificate came back, Christopher was listed as Christina, sex, female. It felt like spitting on his grave. Maya Scott Chung. What we say when people die is when they put R.I.P. on people's tombstones, it's rest in peace. And I just felt like, Christopher's spirit will not rest in peace with a death certificate that says female. Scott Chung and her husband made their way to the office of California Assemblymember Tony Atkins from Lee's hometown of San Diego. As a result, Atkins recently introduced a bill that would establish protocols for filling out death certificates for transgender people. There's no statutory or regulatory guidance on whether sex should be listed according to the deceased gender's identity or the anatomy. She explained at a hearing in Sacramento last month that only a fraction of transgender people have sex reassignment surgery. It's very expensive, and most insurance plans won't cover it. Some people just don't want it. It's not uncommon for a transgender person to retain some physical characteristics of the gender assigned to them at birth, even though they have transitioned to a new gender identity. That can leave coroners in a quandary. Christopher Lee was taking testosterone when he died. The Alameda County Medical Examiner described the body at the autopsy, a short mustache and beard, a receding hairline consistent with male balding, and female genitalia. That's why the F ended up on the death certificate. We don't have a lot of leeway in that. Lieutenant Riddick Bauer says a driver's license is not enough to override anatomy. An updated birth certificate would work. But until 2012, getting that meant getting surgery. Lee had neither. Barring that we have to rely on the documentation that exists, someone's existing birth certificate and their uh, correlating anatomical description. Family opinion is also a factor, and under current law, next of kin has the final word. 
This is controversial. Many transgender people are estranged from relatives who are uncomfortable with their gender transition. Lee wasn't in close contact with his family. Maya Scott Chung says she and her husband were Lee's chosen family. It's important to see when someone dies that who actually lives as family and who is legally recognized as family is often different. If they're not blood-related, they're not family. Lieutenant Bowers. Legally, they just have no say. Atkins' bill would change two things. First, it would require coroners and funeral directors to record a person's gender identity rather than anatomical sex. And second, if there's a dispute, a driver's license or passport would be sufficient legal documentation to trump family opinion. Lee's father and sister declined to be interviewed for this story. In the end, they asked Lee's friends to settle the rest of his affairs. For Maya Scott Chung, that involves more than organizing a memorial and packing up all his clothes. I wore his cowboy boots for almost a year after he died, just trying to kind of t come to terms with his death. For her, that involves changing the law. She says she plans on wearing the boots every time she goes to Sacramento to help get this bill passed so other transgender people can be honored in death the way she wishes Lee would have been honored. For The California Report, I'm April Dimbaski.